I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. Osama bin Laden's son-in-law appeared before a federal court in New York City today. Suleiman Abu Ghaith pleaded not guilty to a charge of conspiracy to kill Americans. In addition to his personal relationship with bin Laden, Abu Ghaith was an al-Qaeda spokesman. This is the first time such a senior al-Qaeda figure faces a civilian trial in the United States. The move could mark a shift in the legal treatment of terrorism suspects. John Radson is former assistant general counsel at the CIA. Uh, Mr. Radson, how big a fish is uh, Suleiman Abu Ghaith? From what I've gathered, the consensus is that he was a mid-level player in al-Qaeda. He was not at the high operational levels the way Khalid Sheikh Mohammed was, who was in our custody. He did propaganda. He asked people to join So I would put him somewhere in the middle. So he's a significant catch, but he is not close to the top of al-Qaeda, Ayman Zawahiri. And and the charges in this case are what? The conspiracy charges to uh, have people join a global conflict against us. And I've uh, glanced at the indictment, and it doesn't seem that he is uh, specifically tied to plots. But many times people can go from a propagandist role to an operational role. And sometimes that division of labor is not quite clear. Now, uh, what also remains unclear is how exactly Abu Ghaith was picked up and how he wound up in U.S. custody. What do we know so far? What we know, according to the reporting, is that at some point, Ghaith left Iran, where he was being held under a sort of house arrest. He went to Turkey. The Turkish authorities arrested him. They alerted American authorities, and then there was a discussion about our taking custody. And from what I can tell, the Turkish authorities did not want to turn him over directly to American custody, and a compromise solution was found. And it seems that the compromise was to have the turnover occur in Oman, Jordan, where we have good relations with the Jordanian authorities to bring them back. Now, there are a couple big aspects to this case. The first is simply that Abu Ghaith was picked up. The other important part of this case is that he's being brought to federal court in New York City. What kind of shift does that represent? The attorney general has made clear, going back to his announcement of trying to bring a trial against Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and some others, that he believes the civilian courts are adequate for handling high-level terrorists. We still as a country have not settled how we're going to deal with these kind of captures. Are we going to hold them indefinitely as enemy combatants? Will we try them in a military commission? Or will we bring them to a regular district court, a civilian court? And what then is the great concern about having trials in the United States as opposed to Guantanamo? The people that oppose trials in civilian courts will identify two or three concerns. One, they'll say the security, that it's more difficult to protect a federal courthouse than it would be to protect uh, Guantanamo military base from attacks uh, by al-Qaeda sympathizers. They'll also mention that the evidentiary requirements in a regular trial make it more difficult for the government to protect secret sources and methods of intelligence. It's easier to protect that kind of information in a secret tribunal. Our district courts are about full transparency. We have the rule against hearsay. And then a third concern that people have, and this goes back to a foundational debate, are we at war against al-Qaeda or is it a law enforcement problem at this stage? John Radson, former assistant general counsel at the CIA and currently associate professor, William Mitchell College of Law in St. Paul, Minnesota. Thank you so much. Thank you, Aaron.